name is Jessica Owen and I am the Deputy Digital Editor at WTIM and this is the WTIM Podcast. The fourth industrial revolution is underway and the world of textile and apparel is just one industry that is benefiting from new and innovative technologies. With this in mind, for this series, I'll be talking to companies across the textile and apparel landscape about their new technologies, the benefits of digitalization, and the advice that they'd give to others who are trying to implement such solutions. To kick off the series, this week I am joined by Nicole Gamba, who is the Marketing and Product Manager at EFI Reggiani, and WTIN's Industry Digitalization Editor, Madeline Thomas. We talk about how Inkjet is helping to lead the way when it comes to digitalization and the impact that new technologies are having on reshoring, changing business models, sustainability and much more. Well, hello and welcome, Nicole. Lovely to speak with you this morning and thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me and it's a true pleasure being here today with you. Oh, um, now, just before we get going to everyone listening, I just want to welcome WTIN's Industry Digitalization Editor, Madeline Thomas. Um, she'll be joining us today. Uh, Maddie knows an awful lot about the digital printing industry and she knows Nicole and worked closely with EFI Reggiani. So she'll be able to talk much more insightfully than myself, probably. So welcome Maddie. <laughs> Thanks Jess. Hi everyone. I don't know about an awful lot <laughs> but I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> I think Nicole okay. expert, but thanks for having me. Um, right so then Nicole we'll come back to you. I mean how are you? How have you found this crazy year? <laughs> well you said that basically it has been a crazy year something completely unexpected. Uh, if Gianni, luckily was able somehow to, to weather the storm and uh, to figure out ways to stay in the market and to stay especially near customers also in these strange times. Ifareggiani, for the benefit of maybe those who are not so familiar with, uh, with our world, is uh, mm-hmm. a manufacturer of textile equipment. And today, our product lineup is really wide. It includes uh, digital printers, that is uh, uh, the true core of our business, but uh, it is uh, going in parallel to the established technology. If Reggiani was uh, funded in 1946 uh, as a company manufacturing textile printing equipment. So uh, together with digital, we, we keep uh, near our origins uh, with our analog printers. And over the years, uh, we integrated our product offering also with pre and post treatment lines for fabric um, preparation and post treatment dyeing, including denim dyeing. And we also added to our business the ink uh, side basically so together with our digital printers we are able to offer a complete range of uh, digital links for our product lineup and during these months basically uh, we were forced to to stay at home Uh, really we weren't able to travel as uh, we are used to since we are based in Italy but we export 90% of our revenues. So our salespeople, our field service engineers are, are always traveling. In these complicated times, we needed really to 
find new ways to stay near our customers. And so we launched a long series of initiatives like online webinars in order to educate about our products, online training for our agents and sales network to reinforce their knowledge on our products as well. And we also introduced a stronger remote assistance uh, and integrated it with augmented reality experience in order to be able to support customers in their daily business, also in the distance. Right. Gosh, well, it sounds like you've, I mean, really adjusted well to the whole situation. I mean, Maddie might want to talk to you more about that in a minute. But um, I mean, the theme of this podcast then is, of course, digitalization. And I hear that it's argued that digitalization sort of within the textile industry began with digital textile printing. Um, Would you agree with that? It's an interesting question, but uh, honestly, I I agree with this point of view. Since the digital journey in textile printing started, uh, let's say, at the beginning of year 2000, probably a few years earlier, uh, in terms of development. And probably this was the area where digital uh, came across uh, uh, the earliest, basically. And uh, the journey was long. At the time, uh, Yefarejani started to develop its uh, own first solution in digital, the so-called Dream Printer. It was 2003 uh, when, uh, uh, when it was launched. And the journey since then progressed a lot. Today, uh, we are discussing a lot about Industry 4.0 and digitalization of the entire textile supply chain. But probably, yes, we can truly see that uh, printing was really the first to experience this world really in, in the manufacturing context. Mm-hmm. I agree, Mikol. And how do you think that Inkjet is continuing to, to lead the way for the rest of the textile supply chain when it comes to digitalization? You know, you mentioned that you were implementing um, augmented reality. Um, there's a lot of um, software improvements uh, for digital textile printers as well. How How is the digital textile industry continuing um, to show the rest of the, the supply chain that digital is the way forward? Well, um, Injet in textile is really continuing this path uh, since uh, there is a constant research on how software can basically uh, improve the overall uh, uh, printing quality and performances. There are some areas where we are looking at, but also our competitors are are studying uh, as far as I can read uh, in the press. One area is definitely the one of automated end-to-end workflows. So the idea is really to to put in connection the printer and its ecosystem with the customer itself. So developing through complete paths and automated paths that can bring creativity, a design to the printer with a process that is streamlined at the highest level. So in in these months, we developed an automated, for instance, workflow able to uh, run uh, completely unattended without the intervention of an operator or a human being in order to interact with the printer and with the file management. The second area where software and digitalization are helping a lot are related to the printing quality. 
we have seen some solution, for instance, to integrate um, color matching solution on the printer themselves with the ability to read color and correct them directly online. And another area is the one of quality correction uh, directly on the printer. I'm thinking here about our Bolt, our textile single pass printer. Uh, that is uh, today um, disposing of an online camera that is basically reading the output. And uh, with further developments, uh, this this print, this um, camera, sorry, uh, can be able also to read the image, identify the defect, and uh, communicate back to the printer itself in order to correct the defect. So the areas of improvement that that, that software and digital can bring are, are huge. Before I also mentioned um, augmented reality. This uh, experience of digital is not passing through only the printers. It is passing also through uh, the after-sales service. After-sales is crucial when we talk about industrial uh, machineries and equipment. And it is an area where we, we invest in a lot of areas. What we are doing today is really to enlarge this experience, really augment it, making it possible also for an operator that is not always in front of the printer to identify the critical areas, communicate with our uh, service centers in order to enable a faster um, identification of any issues and also their solution. This is really meant to increase the customer experience and the productivity of the system overall. Mm -hmm. And will for this kind of technology, will staff and, and customers um, require kind of new levels of training from companies like EFI um, to get to grips with these new digitalized technologies? These technologies have, in my opinion, a, a big advantage. They are making the interaction much easier between mm -hmm. the printer and the operator, since uh, they are really designed considering uh, the user experience and interfaces are developed in a way that uh, uh, the possibility to interact it with the printer is made as easier as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, we are in a world where we are all used to uh, work on a tablet, for instance, beside a laptop, of course, or on a, on a smartphone. And uh, what we are trying to do is really to reproduce uh, a similar experience on our printers as well. Right. Okay. And how is this level of digitalization that you mentioned, you know, particularly the, the full eco, the digital workflow and ecosystem that you mentioned, how is this changing business models um, in the printing market? We hear a lot about the rise of e-commerce, for example. Yes. In the last few months, especially, we have seen e-commerce growing um, really, really fast faster than, than it was, honestly. And it was related to the fact that people, of course, uh, didn't have a lot of opportunities to walk around and doing their shopping uh, in brick and mortars or physical shops. So basically, COVID has accelerated the trend that was already there. And it is definitely connected to digital, to digital printing and to personalization as well. In other words, in the last few years, we have seen uh, several businesses that have grown also significantly to enter the, let's say, web arena as their main channel. So to develop a new way of uh, bringing their products uh, to, to consumers. This is something that uh, 
has been brought to the most significant level, definitely by players like Spoonflower, if we think about own textile, for instance. Yeah. And uh, this is something that is a business model, basically, that has been uh, really adopted by other rising businesses. And this is really answering to a new consumer, a consumer that is really uh, a creative consumer that is willing to personalize, customize his own products in order to um, express his own creativity and personality uh, directly in the final product. And digital is truly helping in this. Digital printers can ensure a fast delivery time, the introduction of short processes like uh, sublimation or direct sublimation uh, as, uh, as, our, as our solution mm -hmm. is defined, but also the pigment are really technologies that uh, rose a lot in the last few years and can really enable a fast delivery time, the ability to avoid um, proofing that is taking long and uh, delivering directly a product can can be effective in terms of cost also on a single copy, basically. Mm -hmm. And do you think that, um, you know, the, the rise of e-commerce and the change of, of business models in the industry that has been accelerated by COVID-19, as, as you rightly say, um, do you think that is changing um, the location of manufacturing? Um, for example, is it also accelerating the near or reshoring movement? Um you know, we hear a lot about micro factories um, now in, you know, set in consumer markets to be able to provide the um, the fast turnaround times that you mentioned and the, the short run customized products. Um, so is digitalization enabling this to happen, do you think? Definitely digitalization is really enabling this process and the possibility of producing uh, fast uh, with no inventory, the possibility to personalize, personalize each item are really the great advantages that digital is providing today. And uh, this is uh, the area where uh, new businesses, as we mentioned before, are really leveraging. These new businesses are, uh, are growing uh, more and more near consumption markets, so near consumers. And uh, this is really somehow changing the perspective. For instance, uh, US has not a significant textile infrastructure. A lot of the, uh, of the clothes uh, bought by, by, by the country are produced elsewhere. Uh, the possibility to have something personalized is really um, creating and making a true boost, boosting basically the, uh, the possibility to create businesses that are really near the final customers. This is what is happening. And yes, near-shoring and reassuring are something that we are observing for two main reasons. The first is the personalization one that I just mentioned, mm -hmm. but also uh, related to the fact that there is a will by big brands, as per our experience, also to differentiate along their supply chain. Mm -hmm. And so uh, being able to... Um, identify also new areas, so the reshoring, where to produce effectively, but also to diversify the sources of supply in order to avoid any supply chain disruption in the future. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
And what would you say are the key drivers for you of, of digitalization in the market? Is it the customization? Is it the, fa- the fast uh, turnaround times? The drivers of digitalization uh, are for sure personalization, customization, as far as the new business we mentioned are concerned. But there are also other drivers that are really impacting on how the big part of printed fabric is manufactured today. So on the big industrial realities. And the first uh, that comes to my mind is, of course, sustainability. There is more and more a push toward green solution by brands that is reflected into the request coming from the market. So digital is really enabling to reduce water consumption, energy consumption, and also develop processes that reduce overall waste. Mm -hmm. Digital is really a trigger and the big ally for sustainability. The second area is really related to um, avoiding any big uh, stock uh, cost, basically. So reducing warehouses is the second reason why digital has grown significantly in, in the last few years, and that uh, can help further development in this area, since mm-hmm. it is really cutting all the inventory costs, making it possible to print with a short delivery time what is really needed and demanded by the market. Also, when thinking about uh, the mass market and not just personalized items. Yeah, um, because I, I was thinking about how you know, digitalization is helping to meet the the needs of, of brands and the consumers and you know consumers in particular um their voices is, is is getting stronger especially when it comes to sustainability um but where does that kind of balance lie on for brands and retailers when it comes to sustainability and cost um when it comes to digital textile printing um, particularly when it comes to um you know the the big industrial markets for example where screen printing is still uh, very very cheap Thank you for this question, since it is uh, uh, the big question that uh, we we daily we daily mm-hmm. face. Since yeah. uh, uh, since we are really um, a lot in in this industrial area, as I mentioned at the beginning, we also have analog solutions. So the digital transformation is something that we look at a lot of interest, but uh, with the, the possibility to leverage both technologies. The benefits today for uh, for retail uh, that come from digital are really related to uh, the ask that is coming from brand and consumers, in my opinion. And uh, uh, cost effectiveness is, of course, uh, uh, driving uh, the interest and also of any brand since uh, and of any retailer, since it is mandatory in a business like ours to be able to be Uh, competitive overall. On the other hand, there is a big ask about sustainability and thinking about Generation Z, more conscious uh, consumer, and also brands that are really committing in order to uh, reduce pollution uh, in one of the industries that is ranked as one of the most polluting in the world. The the game here is really really for us, for uh, textile equipment manufacturers that can deliver to the market solution that can be green, but also cost competitive. Uh, We've done a lot in this area, especially as far as pigment is concerned. 
we developed a, a solution that is uh, really enabling to print uh, um, with a competitive cost per meter in digital pigment uh, with no need for post-treatment. And so if we look at the total cost of ownership, uh, we are really able to see that the benefit is also coming from digital. It is something that, of course, retailers and uh, manufacturers need to understand more. Uh, it's something that we need to, uh, to describe better since it is not always an easy and immediate map. But uh, here is really about us as uh, textile equipment manufacturers to deliver solutions that can make our uh, customers competitive and on the same end able to uh, answer to the requests that come from brands and consumers. Absolutely. So I guess finally then, what are, what would you say are the main challenges of digitalization in um, textile manufacturing um, and how can these be overcome? I'm guessing that cost is, is one of the big challenges. I agree. Cost today is, uh, um, is one of the big challenges since uh, uh, considering uh, long job runs, for instance, mm-hmm. um, cost is really crucial. And this is really also the topic to, to discuss more with customers, with our customers and inside the industry. That's why we, uh, we tend to communicate not on a cost basis simply, but on the total cost of ownership, uh, trying also to give a value to aspects that are not uh, sometimes immediately perceived and calculated, like reliability, after-sale service costs, trying to include them in, in the total cost in order to demonstrate that there are aspects that are truly crucial uh, as, as much as the in-price or the printer price and thinking about, for instance, uh, all the maintenance activities. Mm-hmm. A reliable printer, so, is really providing superior productivity overall and has uh, uh, really an economical value in when running when running a company and the printer. Mm-hmm. And are there any other challenges um, that, that you're aware of other than cost? Is there a, a mindset challenge, for example? I think that uh, there is uh, more and more acceptance on, on the digital mm-hmm. technology. Uh, there are some, the cost is for sure the big, uh, yeah. the big element that is brought. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, basically is, uh, I think, uh, uh, the, the prominent one. Right. There are some customers discussing about quality, uh, especially in, uh, and the possibility to add, for instance, special effects. Right. This is another topic that is coming around um, frequently when talking about digital. Uh, for instance, the application of metallic inks or why things when talking about roll to roll is something that today can be done in in rotary for instance is not possible in digital this is another area of course of of leverage of possible development so to enable in digital something that today is possible in analog to do Mm -hmm. that for instance on our vault we decided to combine the two technologies leveraging um, our own patent and so to combine the digital print with uh, analog stations in order to apply special effects uh, like metallic inks, but also pre-treatments and chemistry. Oh, great. So a, a kind of hybrid technology then. 
Um, do you think exactly. hybrid, hybrid technologies are um, kind of the way forward when it comes to um, digital printing and and kind of creating these kind of designs? Or do you think that there will be new technologies um, in inkjet that will um, overcome this? Well, inkjet is continuously developing. So yeah. if I look uh, at the future in five-year times, uh, ten-year times, I think that uh, the drive is really to be able to effectively uh, bring digital to a level that uh, it is uh, enabling any application. At present, anyway, uh, what we see based on the printed technology and in development technologies available, that hybrid can be really a quick win for our customers mm -hmm. in order to um, leverage all the benefits of both technologies together. Absolutely. Great. Okay, well, thank you very much, Nicole, for that. That was um, all the questions, I guess, that I had. Um, Jess, do you have anything? Yeah, well, I mean, you've covered a lot there, actually. <laughs> so thank you very much. Um, there's just one thing, really, I wanted to ask you, Nicole. And with, I mean, it's not the case in the UK that travel bans are lifting. I think things are about to get a bit worse, unfortunately. But mm. I mean, in Italy and the rest of the world, some things are opening up again. So, I mean, what are the company's plans for the remainder of the year? I mean, will you be hoping to go to events as they start opening up again or, or what's the plan? This year, uh, honestly, the, the major exhibitions for textile has been postponed to 2021. And we look really forward to being able to meet our customers in person at exhibitions again, but this will be probably something true next year. For the rest of the year, we will continue to leverage all the all the online channels, so online webinars, and we'll be glad to attend also the Innovate um, Apparel and Textile organized by WTIN. This will be a great opportunity really to meet and and to stay together. Absolutely. And we leverage, uh, of course, uh, this channel also in the future. In parallel, uh, we hope to be able at least to be near our customers in person. So being able to travel again, this is something true, especially for Europe, uh, some areas of Asia. Uh, we hope this can be more and more frequent also to, uh, to go back uh, to a kind of normal, let's say. So being able to meet customers and to uh, cultivate the personal personal relationship that is so crucial in our in our business environment as well. Mm, definitely. Well, fingers crossed, hopefully things will start to get back to normal, if not this year, then next year, but we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um well, Nicole, I mean, I think that's all we have time for today, but I just wanted to thank you again for joining Maddie and I on today's podcast. I mean, especially for me, it's been great to learn about EFI Reggiani and what you're focusing on at the moment. And it's just been great to have the opportunity to chat with you. So thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity. And it is always great talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Nicole. It's been great as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.